You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Little Platinum Books, stories for kids and adults, from robbing a bank to wiping a crime scene. It's a great way to expose your children to satire. Go to littleplatinumbooks.com and back the Kickstarter today. Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from animals going extinct to being team instinct. With over 3.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is the first tangent officer, Ron Babcock. Hey, Maddox. And as always, the journalist in moderation, Taylor Nikolai. That's me. Welcome back to the show. Guys, amazing episode today. We've got a great guest, great debate. We're going to be debating whether or not certain animals should go extinct. I have a, a dynamite debate, dynamite argument. Ron's giving me a look like <laughs> I'm the biggest asshole, and you haven't even heard a single fucking word yet. I, sometimes you don't need to hear a word <laughs> to like come to the conclusion that you're just being the world's biggest asshole. I can't, I, I'm looking forward to hearing what bullshit you're slinging out this week on why some animals should be extinct. Oh, 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 well, let, let's not put the uh, the cart before the horse here. Let's uh, first introduce... <laughs> the nature's Hitler over here. <laughs> the horse that should go extinct. Let's introduce our guest this week first. She's an amazing singer, songwriter, and a performer, Ali Spagnola. Ali, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Allie, amazing to have you on the show. Your YouTube channel has over 8 million views. Ooh, really? 50- I, have, I only checked this morning, so it's probably... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With over 56,000 subscribers going up there, you're coming, you're coming pretty... Uh, you're past the halfway point to your 100,000, your 100K. Yeah, I saw your plaque out there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I used to have it in the bathroom. <laughs> so does YouTube, when you hit 100K, they send you a plaque? Yeah, you get a plaque. That's how you earn your plaque. And you have... This is amazing. You have over 2.83 million Twitter followers. Yeah, tweets are easier to do than than videos. Yeah, you're killing it on Twitter. And I did notice, Allie, you know, I didn't want to, uh, maybe I shouldn't call this out, but the, there's one person you're not following on Twitter. I, I just noticed, um, you know, I'm just going to say it's uh, Real Maddox, uh, or Maddox, Maddox Rules is my Twitter. Yeah, I'm going to do it right now. Oh, yeah, Watch it happen. Yes. I like that you messed up your own username there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. She's following the Are wrong account. Fake Maddox? Because I love fake him. Fake Maddoxes, yeah. And, and also, Allie, I want to get to the story at some point. Before I do that, though, I want to play a few clips from your YouTube channel because you had something that recently kind of went viral. Boing Boing republished your uh, video of yourself riding a bike and playing your saxophone and drums, right? Correct. Yeah, at it's same time. pretty incredible. I watched this thing. So this is something we both have in common. We're both avid bike riders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Avid saxophone bike riders. (laughs) We're both avid saxophone bike riders. Listen to this. I want to play this clip. I I don't want to play like too much of it because I'll get a DMCA strike from your own channel. But uh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) here's uh, here's the clip. Listen to this, guys. This is pretty incredible. And again, you got to watch this video. I'll link to it where Ali is riding a bike and playing these instruments. Listen to this. And it's it sounds incredible, but you also use the bike bell as an instrument. Yeah, and that like that ticking is like I put my stick in the spokes and I'm like hitting on the handle, so all those part all those sounds are like parts of the bike. Yeah, the the just hearing the audio does not do this justice. You've got to watch now, this video. Where were you biking when you were doing this? 
Uh, they shut down the streets for a thing called Ciclovia, so yeah. I was able to like get the whole road, which was cool, and there was just people out biking around me who didn't sign release forms, but it's fine. <laughs> and then, did you just have like a, a GoPro mounted on your handlebar? Yeah. How, no, how there, I, oh, actually, the, I used a Surrey, so there was like a place about 10 miles away from where Ciclovia was that I rented a Surrey and then put it in a U-Haul that I'd also rented and illegally stole it basically from that park and used it all day. Uh, they were like, so what's, bring it back in an hour. And I'm like, no, I like it for eight hours. And that's pretty sure that's the most they've what's ever. What's a Surrey? It's like, imagine a bike that could be four people. Oh, on, like, it's like a little, like, it's like kind of two, like, kind of, like, next to each other. Yeah, but okay. then you can, like, bicycle it with pedals. Okay. And All so right. I had one guy biking, and then the videographer was, like, in the back pointing oh, man, this the camera like a at me. Oh, man, this was, like, vehicle. Yeah, yeah this, basically. This, the video's incredible. I can't, I kept watching... Uh, because you have really good balance, which you need when you're playing uh, saxophone and drums on your bike. But it, I just kept watching, like, oh man, there's so many ways you could eat shit, and <laughs> and you didn't. Congratulations, Faceful. Yeah, and you're here today. And I also want to play another clip. So you do these things where you make basically do covers of songs where you do every instrument of the song and the backup vocals too, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is super cool. And what what's that trackpad called when you record yourself and then you start playing it on a loop? A uh, launchpad. A launchpad. Okay, so check this out. I got a little clip from one of your songs that I'd like to play. Now, again, this is Ali doing all the voices and this is all done in real time in one take, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to just put the one take up, which was so much more impressive to me as a musician, but everybody just likes seeing different angles, and I was, like, so many yeah. people told me, so I cut it now. So even though it, it is done in one take, you yeah. still, like, cut it for the different angles, because you have, like, a, a, a drum cam, and it's kind of cool because it vibrates. Here, here, listen to this clip, this, and again, this is Ali doing all the voices in real time. Listen to this. That's so cool. That was a mix of uh, a Taylor Swift song and Ed Sheeran, Mm -hmm. The Shape of You. Yeah. That's cool. Now we got the DMCA coming in. (laughs) There it is. is. Yeah, well, uh, sorry for the copyright strikes. You won't be able to see this video. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, that's very cool, very impressive, Allie, and people can follow you on Twitter at uh, Allie Spagnola. Correct. I should also mention before we move on that I was on 98.7 FM in Los Angeles and all across the country, actually. It's Alt-FM, so it was 106.3 in Iowa, and I think there's like a New York syndication, too. It was the Woody show. Um, They just had me on, and I brought in a clip of that. Ron, you told me you uh, you heard it on the way Listen to it on the way here. It was great. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It was super fun. That was a super fun recording. I was on for like a 30-minute segment. It was a pretty... Yeah, it was a nice chunky, chunky time. They yeah. were p- pumping the book pretty hard for they you. They were, and it was super fun. They brought in clips and stuff. Anyway, I brought in a, a short little clip from that. It made thing. me almost want to buy the book, and I already own it. Yeah. There you, <laughs> hey, thank you. Thank you for almost buying the book. Yeah, no problem, man. I will almost always buy any of your stuff. Hey, I will almost <laughs> thank you for almost buying it. Thanks, uh, man. <laughs> you're almost welcome. Um, cool. Here's, <laughs> here's, a, here's a clip from 98.7 The Woody Show or Alt-FM. Listen to this. Oh, we got a guest in studio. You might know him from his website, from his uh, podcast. Uh, a lot of you probably read his books. His name is Maddox. His latest book is F Whales. And I have a little clip for you guys from the audio book about why whales suck. All right. You can buy a ticket to fly to another country. And then while you're waiting for your flight, you can order a piping hot pizza made with fresh ingredients grown all over the world. Meanwhile, whales are getting tangled up in giant conspicuous nets. Nets don't even move. They just sit there. Getting caught in a net is like hitting a parked car. 
embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That's like the smartest thing ever broadcast on FM radio. <laughs> if dogs are so stupid, why, when a master dies, do they lie at their grave? It's because they miss them. They do love them. It's not that they're stupid. You can miss them, but that's a point that they are stupid. Like, I miss my grandma, but I'm out like sleeping next to her grave. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're comparing humans to dogs. The Woody Show. There it is. Thank you to the Woody Show. Uh, that was super fun. I might go back on. I guess when the ho- the host was out, uh, Woody, uh, and I might go back. That was uh, Sebastian was the the fill in host that day. Anyway, guys, uh, there, the whole clip I posted it on uh, the. I have a group. I have a Facebook group. I haven't really mentioned this on on the show before, but it's Maddox University for geniuses and hot babes who are geniuses only. This is on the uh, the Facebook page. If you if you search for it, you can join my group and join the chat. I post some things in there that I don't post anywhere else. Uh, but we should move on. Pretty fun. I've been I've been dipping my toe in there. Yeah, uh, people post some fun stuff. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, not too bad. But we should move on to the debate this week, guys. I really want to talk about this now. That was kind of a good lead-in to the debate, right? About whales running into nets. Yeah, I think. Yeah. And before we do, Those stupid fucking whales. Yeah, messing that, up our nets. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are messing up our yeah, nets. Yeah, let's, let's take away some other animals that just. Oh, piss oh. us off. Oh, Which ones is it going to be? We'll get to it. We'll get to it. I should also mention, though, that we have some super chats in the chat room. Uh, Pavich Bavner for five, for $5 asked Ron to make fart noises. That was before we started recording. And <laughs> and Pavich Bavner Bonus. for $2 suggests pandas should be extinct. Thank you, Pavich. But we'll... <laughs> What's wrong with you people? You know what? We'll get we'll get to it. We'll get to it. This is gonna be uh, this is gonna be a debate, a lively debate. But before we do that, let's hear everyone's buzzers. Here's mine, Allie, and Ron. If you hear a buzzer from anyone during this debate, that means someone is disagreeing with someone else, or we're just chiming in with an interjection or pointing out a correction, logical fallacy. But guys, this is a special debate because I received a voicemail that basically talked about this topic and it's going to lead into the discussion because this is something I've thought about a lot and it's something I've wanted to say and I really believe. Listen to this. Here's the voicemail that sets up this debate. Hey, Madcast Media. I'm here to talk about why we should just fucking kill sea turtles as a whole, not even just because of the straw, but because for years I have been fucking hearing from like news sources, news articles, and fucking those stupid scholastic books they give us in school about how fucking so many different sea turtle species are endangered and reaching the brink of extinction. It almost makes you wonder, hmm, maybe sea turtles are just destined to fucking die and we just won't let them. Maybe they're just stupid, evolutionarily flawed animals that we keep around so that we can feel self-righteous when one of them gets a fucking straw stuck up their nose. All right? I don't think the issue is plastic straws. I think the issue is that sea turtles are just fucking dumb. Fuck whales. Fuck sea turtles. Yeah, fuck whales. Fuck sea turtles. That's the debate this week, guys. Why shouldn't certain animals go extinct? And I have a really good argument for this. I keep waiting to hear it. Good. You've been pumping it up yeah. now. Yeah. So, Allie, as our guest this week, I'm going to give you a first stab at the debate. Should any animals go extinct? Well, okay. I, this is There are two different debates here. Is it that we should let them go extinct or we should actually kill some that suck? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I would say it's one and the same thing. And here is my the crux of my big debate. First of all, what would you say? Well, that's not true because like maybe we should just kill all cockroaches. They're not going to just accidentally go extinct. Okay, if we killed all cockroaches, Allie, all right? Let's say let's say are you okay first of all if a cockroach is going extinct? Uh, I can't I can't say that. Okay. Yeah, but good good fucking luck. Example? They're the only things that are going to be around right. when we kill they're, ourselves. They're, yeah, we'll see we'll see about that. I you know, we I may have a plan. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Here's here's the thing, okay? Here's what 
here's what speciesism boils down to, which everybody who says that we should always preserve animals or we shouldn't eat them and we should like, you know, be good shepherds of the earth and not take care of them, that's a speciesist argument because you are putting yourself as a human above all other species. You're saying that we are no longer part of the ecosystem. We are no longer part of this planet. We are above them and we decide what lives and what doesn't live. So certain animals just naturally, 99% of all animals that ever existed on earth have gone extinct. And that was without human intervention. That's all animals. There's, there's been so many, so many different uh, types of species that have just gone extinct over time. And now, with certain animals going extinct due to either natural causes or human causes, we are taking ourselves out of that equation and saying, no, no, we're not part of this ecosystem anymore, and we should make sure that this animal lives. Well, like the caller said, like, why are these turtles still alive? If they're, <laughs> if they're running into straws and getting them stuck up their brains, isn't that a sign that the turtle just isn't meant to survive anymore? Isn't that a sign that it, the turtle's time has come? Because the turtle didn't evolve with fucking straws in the ocean. We put it there. Correct. Yeah, but we so, evolved to make straws. Yeah, we evolved to make straws. Yeah, we evolved into assholes. And so now we're basically saying, hey, either fucking, uh, you know, adapt. A- adapt to our way of life. Yes. Or fuck off. Exactly. And, except your argument was whole that like we're putting ourselves above. You're literally putting yourself above species. You just proved that's exactly what you're no, saying. No, I'm just Mm-mm. I'm just a cool dude. Okay. So here's the thing. Everyone thinks I'm a cool dude. So I'm just, <laughs> 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 I'm just So as a cool dude, I'm just like coming along, right? I'm doing my thing. I'm like making straws, I'm making pollution, I'm dumping shit into the ocean, and animals are like, oh no, we're dying. I'm like, hey, dipshit, I'm just oh. living me. I'm doing me. Yeah. All right, listen. All the di- there. Okay, here's the thing with all these people who get so fired up about the fact that they see a sea turtle with a straw in its nose and somehow that affects your life. And they're like, fucking bullshit, man. Fucking self-righteous bullshit. They're the same people who get pissed off when they get an Amber Alert on their phone. An Amber Alert is something we do in California. I don't know if we do it anyplace else, but it's when some kid gets kidnapped. Right, you get a little text message on your phone, and these dipshits out of nowhere freak out. Like, this happened all the way up in Northern California. I'm in Southern California. What the fuck, man? If you get this pissed off about Amber <laughs> Alerts and sea turtles, you have a charmed and privileged life. The amount of privilege in your life is directly proportional to how pissed off you get about fucking animals that you have to look at occasionally on Facebook. Oh boy, I haven't played this in a while, but. There's a straw man art. <laughs> Who says anything about having a charmed or privileged life? I'm just, I just have a life, and no. I'm living it. And then all of a sudden, like some some fucking kid gets kidnapped, and I have to drop everything I'm doing, wake up three in the morning, like looking for this fucking car. By the way, every every <laughs> idiot who complains about that, you can turn that alarm off. Yeah. yeah so like, exactly. why why do the same people complain complain about it every time? Like. I don't, so, so tell me what animals... I would almost call this a red herring, not a straw man, because this has hair, nothing yeah. to do with the argument. It's the same kind of person. And yes, you're right. Oh, so then it's ad hoc, and you're attacking it's the person. Ad- not oh, there the- I got that too. Or ad hominem. Yeah, there's me. your ad hominem. Yeah, there it's ad hominem because they're being dipshits. It's not attacking when they're wrong. Listen, tell us what animals do you want to take extinct. The ones that piss you off for some reason. I don't want any animals to go extinct. In fact, I prefer I prefer there to be two types of animals. Non-endangered and endangered. Because if we get rid of the endangered species, then we only have one type of animal. That's less that's less diversity, right? We should have at least two. So <laughs> we should, right? That's a good that's a solid that's a solid bulletproof argument. Thank you, Allie. See, Allie's 
always got my back. What What are you saying? I'm saying that we should definitely have endangered animals. I don't want them to go extinct because then we'll have less diversity. If there was only one type of animal not endangered, that's boring. We should have some endangered, right? But, okay, so what animals do you want to let go extinct? The ones that you're like, oh, we're putting all these resources into saving animals. That's just riling you up. So which ones do we just kind of let let fade away? Bro, the ones that can't hang, all right? It's the same shit as like when you're going drinking with your friends. You got a few who can't hang. Fuck them. Leave them home. Leave them at the bar. They'll get home on their own. I don't give a shit. I'm going home. I'm going to continue this party because I know how to drink and I know how to hold my alcohol. Okay. Now, what about some animals that if we let them just kind of fade away? Yeah. Like bees. Yes. Bee population yeah. going downhill real quick. I Fuck need my Wi-Fi. All right. F-U-C-K-E-M. What's Fuck them. Oh, okay. Bees. Cool. All right, I don't know. And I'll tell spell. you why. And I'll tell you why. Because there's this big thing like, oh, no, bees are dying. Oh, that's going to be the end of our food. So China experimented with this, right? They were like, oh, no, our bee population is dwindling, which it is. You know, and I don't know. No one really knows the cause. They think it might be pesticides. They think it might be RF frequencies, like all this other shit. They can't hang. They can't hang. So then China started to pay like farmers to go out into the fields and just with their with their little brushes to pollinate individual flowers. And they found not only did, did was there a bigger bloom, but they had a thirty percent yield in efficiency when they self-pollinated. So bees aren't even that fucking good at the one thing we need them to do, which is pollinate the fucking flowers and then maybe make honey every now and then, okay? Self-pollinate or the humans had to take the bee jobs? To, the humans took the bee jobs. I, so do you want to just go out there with brushes all day? or I, I, I personally don't, but it's a job. What if we make more job species? What if we breed more things to do stuff for us. Like oh, that. I got a news article on this today, too. Oh, do you really? There's a news article about crows being taught to pick up trash in France. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. 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 I want a crow slave. So we'll get back to that in the news. Stay tuned. Yeah, I mean, we could just switch over the entire post office to just bald eagles delivering packages. <laughs> so fucking cool, man. Dude, how awesome <laughs> would it be if you could collect your Amazon package it's like by drone or by a bald eagle? Guarantee the bald eagle will be less sassy than my male woman. I'm you know, still going to shoot it down and steal someone's package <laughs> I, uh, I like the <laughs> idea of a bald drone eagle, or an eagle coming with a with a, a usa bandana tied around its head <laughs> and like aviator sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> it's always got a tear in its eyes right after a terrorist attack <laughs> <laughs> i could get on board with the whole breeding animals to do shit for us but they're not that good look we used to till our Dude, fields with oxen they're pretty good okay you're you're citing this one source that you hoard and now you're like, see, we could just fucking pollinate all the... I, I think it's a little bit more efficient to have bees do that than to give farmers some tiny little brushes and go, yeah, go pollinate half the world. It seems like we're using less resources and more efficient just to have bees do their job. Because well, what you're saying is you don't want to change any aspect of your behavior. You'd I, rather let all animals, if they can't hang, to die. And what I'm saying is, hey, I think we should pump the brakes a little bit, maybe change a couple aspects of our behavior so we can live in a little bit more harmoniously because you, and an animal's going to go extinct and there's going to be unforeseen consequences that you're not thinking about right but now. animals don't change their behavior for us. That's right. Thank They're, you, Allie. Good fucking point. I mean... The, and this, also, I didn't expect you taking the my side of the debate. Well, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't expect it either. I figured I'd be towing the line the whole time, but no, not. I'm I'm going the other direction. Hell yeah. Except that I will say on the other side of it in the book Sapiens he talks about how like yes you there is like 
na- natural things and there's human intervention and they're not one and the same and you're saying they're the same. I'm saying they're the same. Because uh, we were below tigers and all of those like big animals and then as soon as we took ourselves out of there and moved to the top of the food chain, that's when it became not natural and that's when we had to start to have conscience. Uh, yeah, but if you go to like a, say, the moon, one of the moons of Jupiter, Oceana, right? They say that that's there might really be... really nice. <laughs> <laughs> they say Only there the might space. be there might be life there, okay? Let's say there's like all these different types of like sea species there's uh different fish and octopus and squids like that inevitably no matter what food chain there is someone's gonna be at the top do you then just take that species that's at the top of the food chain and pluck them out of that ecosystem and say no no they're no longer part of this ecosystem they are their own separate thing like we we as humans need to get over ourselves we need to stop jerking ourselves off and think we're so fucking better than the earth we can't simultaneously argue that we should be shepherds of the earth and also argue that um that that humans are or animals are humans and we should treat them the same like we can't we can't if we take ourselves out of the equation we are part of this equation and if we do something that's just life that's earth doing its thing earth created us right it's an excuse to do anything yeah you're like basically saying like i can do whatever the fuck i want because i'm part of the equation yeah (laughs) double ding there you go yeah what's wrong with that you don't think that's going to have any unforeseen consequences? Yeah, of course we're it's going fucked. to. Yeah, everything's going to be fucked. But what we're again, part, we're this part is of the, the going. You guys thing. are saying where I'm coming from. You saying everything is going to be fucked is me. That's why I'm arguing my position. Oh, so you're just trying to protect yourself at this point. You don't actually care about the sea turtles. Oh no, yeah, I'm going to try to protect myself because I'm like the apex predator, bro. And if you can't hang, then you can't hang. That's what you guys are just saying. Okay, oh, people, I'm saying can, I'm going down with the ship. Goodbye. We can do whatever we want. Yes, as long as we're self-sustaining life for humans but we don't know the unforeseen circumstances of certain species being uh, exited f- until it yeah, happens i'm saying so the scary thing is and sorry no, no, uh, just finish my point the scary thing is we need to to pay attention to these endangered species because we don't know what the consequences are maybe after the bees are gone we realize we're going to be fine but the scary thing is is that uh, like if they leave in the world like we don't know what the consequences what are you saying yeah, i'm saying that like Taking this form of action will be worse for us as a species. You, yes. well, you no. caring, you're caring about yourself. You're really not caring about the turtle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think that that's, that's the same argument. And 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 why is that bad to care about? Why is it negative to care about yourself? It's not. And that's what I'm saying is we should do what we want, care about ourselves. And if the animals can't hang, they can't hang. Fuck and it. I'm saying you should let them try and hang because. If we, I'm trying to argue something to get you guys on board. Well, let me ask you this, Ron. Do you think any animals should go extinct? I don't know. It's not my choice. It's not your choice. But I- inevitably, over the course of time, some animals do, right? Yes. And do you think that it's it's uh, just part of nature that some animals go extinct? No, it, because the if you take a look at human life on this earth, it is a very small sliver of time compared. Right. So we're there's been a violent change in the history of this planet. It like it, to us, it seems like a long time, but I mean, the Earth has been on a very, very long time. How long have humans been around? How much change has gone through because of us? Yeah, but you're labeling that as wrong. When I'm we labeling have no, it as you, we're using our resources so quickly, we're burning through our shit pretty fast. We're burning through our nest egg. Do you think if we continue this level of consumption, that the Earth is going to be around for a long time? I don't think so. It's and not. We're not in a sustainable model right now. Right, but what I mean, sustainable is is also I think a red herring because there's there's going to be a tipping point no matter what. Let's say you sustain. Let's say you 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 um, prolong the resources of Earth instead of thirty five years, say eighty five years. Then what? 
85 years later, you still have the same same problem. You just have to get off this planet and move on to the next planet and use all those resources and then move on to galaxies and just keep consuming like a giant fucking human so, katamari. So, that, so then we should just kind of just consume everything as quickly as possible because time doesn't matter? Not as quickly as possible. I, I, I mean, there is I mean, I mean that's I what you're saying is like, well. you know, just because we can't prolong something, but it's going to happen. Well, then fuck it. Let's just use everything immediately. It, I mean, the same. The, you could do the same argument as like, yeah, eating hamburgers every single day is going to shorten my lifespan, but I'm going to die anyway. So fuck it. I'm going to have hamburgers every single day. That's a good point. Uh, I'm not saying we should. It shouldn't be an extreme. We should try to preserve to to an extent. But with animals, I don't think that that's a nece- necessarily a resource that we a need. Like, look at every look at history. We used to use horses for transportation. And then we, we we came along, we made a better horse. It's called a car. Then we used to use oxen to till our fields. Then we came along and we made a better oxen. It's called a... a a farm machine, like a, far, like a tractor. A tractor? A tractor. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, man. A, far, a farm machine. That was as specific as you could come up with. We, we made a tractor. Okay, and then and then uh, we, we, you know, bees, bees are pollinating our, our we flowers. We used fire, and then we made a better machine. It's called a food warmer. <laughs> Yeah, man. Like technology comes along, it makes shit better, and then we don't need animals. And if they go extinct, you know what? Fucking make yourself more useful. What about the ant and the aphid? Right? There is a symbiotic relationship: an ant and an aphid. Right? What's an aphid? An aphid is kind of like um, a little green thing with like it looks like it has leaf uh, leaf wings on its back. Which, by the way, every time I see an aphid uh, in a in a spider web, I say fuck the spider and I take the aphid out of it. Because I like a- aphids. Aphids are one of my favorite insects. I don't know. I just so, do. So, but an aphid is I a- think aphids should go extinct. <laughs> Allie. <laughs> what do you want to say, Taylor? An aphid is a minute bug that feeds by sucking sap from plants. What, what yeah. makes you like aphids so much? Just... They're just cool little creatures. They're just like little green. They, they have can like, hang, bro. They can hang. They can fucking hang. Aphids are chill as fuck. If an aphid lands on you, it kind of looks at you with its eyes like, hey, you going to kill me? And I look at it and I'm like, no, bro, you're cool. And the aphid just like hangs out, and it's not scared. It's not arrogant. It's just kind of like, okay, I guess I'm hanging on a human now. That's why I like aphids. Um, <laughs> does that make sense, Chris? Kinda. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, I, I get it. All right, we all have our animals that we kind of identify with. Yeah, crystal clear. Um, yeah, so, so uh, yeah, I like so ants and aphids, right? That's okay, a symbiotic yeah, relationship. Aphids. Symbiotic relationship, right? So if animals want to be useful. Right, if they don't want to go extinct, bumping into our straws and you know our garbage and 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 acid rain, like whatever it is, humans are creating. We're part of this earth. We evolved here. We belong here. We are a product of this earth just as much as they are, and we have every right to live our lives just like they do. Right? What if animals started creating their own civilization? Would we come along and start regulating them? Like, oh, too much pollution. You you chimps in the in the animals, jungle. No, we have do this created all the time. their own civilization, and we do regulate them all the time. Yeah, if animals are overpopulated, we we have to hunt them. Or, or or do stuff like that's why we hunt deer in in the Midwest. Like animals come into like our neighborhoods and we're like, hey, get the fuck out of here, pal. This is our place now. And animals like, yeah, but I used to like come here all the time. This is like, I think, yeah, not anymore. Get out of my pool. But that's ecological imperialism because humans are then coming in and being interventionist, right? They're saying we have decided your population's too much and we're going to destroy you. Like 
I, I think there's an argument to be made that if an intro, if a species that is introduced into a, a different country that is non-native, they call them invasive species or predatory yeah, species. Yeah, like kudzu in the south, the plant that's yeah. eating the south right now. Kudzu. And it's a very it's evolutionarily successful in the south because for whatever reason, the resources there have uh, given, it, given it life and it's spread like wildfire. Well, at some point, we have to just stop fighting it and say, look, this is kudzu in the south and this is a, a native species now. It's just what it is. So what about viruses? Do you think that viruses, because they're natural, we should just let grow forever and kill the human species and just let us let the human species die out? No, no, the opposite. I'm saying we, we should control. kill the viruses. Yeah, we control the viruses. We because we have all this them. power, we yeah. should just use it. If humans know, look, if animals know how to fucking stop straws from going up their nose, they should usually, they should exercise that option. We know how to stop viruses, and we should exercise that option. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many people like, go into emergency rooms with stuff stuck up their own ass? <laughs> we, yeah, we talked about this, which is a hilariously large number. Yeah, it's not It's not like an, un, maybe it's not common, but it's definitely not uncommon. Wait, back to the viruses. So you're saying we should make viruses go extinct? Yes. So that is an ad- it's a, a living thing that we, we should let go extinct. Well, here, in humans. So viruses, if they come inside our bodies, we should make them go extinct. What about viruses that affect other animals? Sometimes humans try to intervene with those, too. Like I'm not saying eliminate all viruses. I, I take that back. I sh- we shouldn't eliminate all viruses. We should just eliminate viruses that cause us problems. I don't give a fuck about viruses. If, if a virus wants to like go infect some fucking creature, there's like there's like monkey AIDS. There's also bat AIDS, I think. Yeah. Like, what if it's a virus that's going extinct? Do you want us to take care of it to make sure it stays around? No, I just I think that the argument is flawed. If you you're thinking nature should be able to ridiculous. do whatever you want and if you, you both know you're being ridiculous well, well, if you want nature to do whatever you again. want you have to let viruses kill all humans okay if the no, argument is and- nature is nature and you have to just let everyone do whatever they want no because we're a part of nature and my intervention is still natural so i can do i don't even know what whatever. you guys like are really saying all i know is that you think aphids are cool aphids are cool and you want to maybe get rid of bees um, no, I'm, I, I'm, I don't want to get rid of any animals, but I think that if they do... You just do, don't want to be inconvenienced to save any animals. Uh, I don't think it's my decision. It's not, yeah, it's not our decision. So you even said that. We were, when he asked you what animals would you kill or what, or save, and you're like, that's not my decision. So, right, we're no, playing he, God. He, he asked me what animals would I have extinct, not sure. save. Sure, and it's he like, you're, that's extinct. not my decision. So you said that, yeah. that you weren't the person to make that Call. I think it's and like people aren't the people to make that call. I think, but I think what you're doing is you're you're thinking that animals don't have an effect on an ecosystem. You, I think you're undervaluing the fact that a lot of animals and and honestly, I don't know what the effect of sea turtles are on the ecosystem. I don't know what would happen right, to right, our right. ecosystem if you take it out. But like, I do know like if you took out say coral reefs, for instance, like that would fuck up the world, and because it would fuck up the ocean, it would fuck up the food chain. So what I'm saying is. If we just let a bunch of animals go extinct because we don't fuck them, they can't hang, I think that that's going to have a lot of unforeseen consequences, some of which probably could be addressed by technology, but some of which I think it would be more efficient if we just learn to adapt with the world we live in. Okay, great. Uh, here's, a, here's a great argument. I, I have a counter-argument to that. Some animals going extinct... I thought you like agreed with my argument for a second. No, and I'll tell you... Because you dinged me and I, I got hear, excited. Well, okay, I meant this then. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I, I, I agree that uh, that animals going extinct could have unforeseen consequences but not letting them go extinct could also have unforeseen consequences because the climate is changing certain animals cannot live in this type of climate the the sahara desert wasn't always a desert 
the Arctic wasn't always completely frozen in tundra. There were different animals that came and, and went over time, like the woolly mammoth. If we had intervened in the extinction of the woolly mammoth and prevented them from going extinct, who knows what other havoc we may have caused. Like, pandas constantly are just eating fucking bamboo or, and koalas. They eat fu- Koalas should not exist. Koalas are dumb as shit. Their brains are smooth. All they do is they eat <laughs> eucalyptus leaves, which make them high. It's not even nutritionist, uh, nutritional for them. They're, their babies can't even survive without eating shit from their mothers. That's a true thing. Look it up. Baby, baby koalas have to eat the shit from their mothers to digest whatever the koala couldn't digest from the uh, the eucalyptus, which is a lot. Koalas are lazy. They're idiotic, dumb animals. Now, if we prevent this animal from going extinct, doesn't that also have unforeseen consequences? Because over, t- over the course of time, if an animal goes extinct and we had nothing to do with that and we couldn't intervene to stop that, why are, why are we saying now that it's a bad well, thing we that know, they do? But we know what the consequences of having koalas around have because we have koalas around now. So the only thing we don't know is what would happen if koalas weren't around. But I mean, we probably have a hell of a lot more eucalyptus around. Are, okay, let me ask you this. Are you, are you okay with natural extinction of animals? At this point, I don't even know what is natural anymore because of the way we live our life. It's like the world isn't natural anymore. You know, it's not a level playing field. I'm not saying it should be. I'm just saying it's so fucked up now. And it's so different. Like, we're so much sure. on top. But your I don't goal know is to just keep us around as long as possible. What's that? But your goal is to keep us around as long as possible. Yeah. But I, I also think that humans, if we live the way we live, we won't be around that long because is of our... Is it also your goal to keep us around as long as possible? Oh, absolutely. I want humans to spread everywhere in the universe. So we okay, share the well, same goal. I, we're specious. Another yeah, I, yeah. argument to that is you're saying, oh, koalas are like dumbasses and like fuck ups and they should be gone. But like in the same way that if we end up screwing up the planet as human animals, like we're dumbasses and fuck ups and should be gone and will be because we've screwed up the planet so much that we'll just disappear too. Correct. If we don't live our lives properly, then we are the dumbasses who then have screwed up. I mean, I, I agree with everything you guys are saying. Okay, great. Right. And what I'm saying is let's just take it, take the wheel and floor it. <laughs> and, like, and if we should be gone then let's go but like who am i to decide like how to intervene on what idiot and, humans are humans and, and what i'm saying is hey let's pump the brakes you know because I, I want- you think you know how this planet needs to go down you know, i think i think i think uh i think i know that when you have a hundred dollars in your bank account if you spend it all really quickly you're not going to have $100 anymore and then you're going to be fucked. I think if you go through that $100 much slower, I think it's going to last you longer. So okay. I, that's how I look at everything. Sure, but we're not even eating these fucking turtles. They're just running into shit and these some of these animals are just dying off and we don't know what the reason is. Over the course of time, lots of species have gone extinct naturally and the earth has evolved to this point and here we are today thriving as a species but but we're don't don't you think like uh, the where things are moving faster now like the earth has gone through changes over like millions and millions of years but the earth even 50 years ago today like the amount of change that's gone through the earth in the last 50 years is more than the amount of change that's gone through them to say the last like 500 sure but you're putting a judgment on that that faster is bad yes it is well let me you know that for sure no, if you watch any nature documentary and you take a look at the amount of shit that's being dumped into the oceans, the amount of coral reefs that aren't there, yes, it is factually bad. It is bad not good for us. Bad in the sense that it will humans will end. 
bad in the fact that it's more going to be more difficult to sustain life across okay, all species. But I mean, not no, because if we're all gone and everything's absolutely screwed up, humans destroyed, microorganisms will evolve to eat plastic. And then they will eat plastic the same way that microorganisms now eat a dead tree. That's and, already happening. Right. We do have yeah. some microorganisms. So, the first few- so life as we know it. Sure. So you're also making the judgment that life as we know it is the correct life and should be sustained. Life will continue. Right. Who's to say that current life is the one that should be extended? Or because I'm because I want to live on this planet because I'm selfish. <laughs> is that what you want to hear? Yeah, that's yeah, that's what that's, we got to. That's, me too. You, it, you, I'll you, agree with you that. You got me. Oh no. Oh fuck. <laughs> Bust, yeah, busted. I think life as we know it is. I like it. I kind of want to keep that going for as long as possible. I do too. Look, it's great. I love it. Everything's great about it. However, um, over the course of time, when species do go extinct, I don't think that. I think it's it's we're we're taking ourselves out of the the equation and we're saying no no we should preserve these that are naturally going extinct or and and I would say that human cause is natural cause. What, what what species are naturally when you say naturally going extinct? I think they're going extinct at like because of humans or, or yeah, that's natural. Way, yeah. I'm I'm sitting here doing research trying to find <laughs> any evidence studies etc on naturally extinct animals and I'm struggling. Uh, that's what I've been doing over here, and uh, I think Maddox is full of crap. What are well, you talking you're about? You're just you're just. Reducing well, the fact that his argument is that human intervention is natural, right? Humans, yeah, that's my argument. Yeah, so, humans, humans. So then everything happening now is natural extinction because we whatever we do. See, is you're giving yourself exactly. You're giving yourself carte blanche just right. to do whatever the fuck well, you want. All other animals cool. get carte blanche. Yeah, why they do. Why do yeah, we? Have do. To animals are fucking assholes. Talking about animals are fucking assholes. Have you ever been up to Cowschwitz? You know, Dakal? <laughs> no, tell All the way to San trip. Francisco? It's just like hundreds of thousands of cows in pens yeah. that we put there. Oh. Which, by the way, hey, I eat beef, okay? And it's fine. Like, I'm fine with it. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. Like, what okay. do you think? We control animals all the time. This is Okay, I'm going to ask you two questions, Ron, and this might be the, the, the one that seals the deal here. Oh, you okay. put a circle around it, so yes. I know it's serious. Two, two questions, okay? Do you think that humans are a natural product of Earth? That humans humans came from some evolutionarily pro, evolutionary yes. process that brought us here today, okay? Second question. If we, as a species, are to survive on Earth, and we recognize a threat to our Earth, then aren't we then obligated, by your own argument of self-preservation, to eliminate that threat? What do you mean by threat? Well, let's say uh, an asteroid might be coming towards Earth. Okay. Okay. That's one example. Another example is, let's say we develop technology through evolution and through the growth and our thriving as a species. We develop technology to realize that a certain animal on this planet is releasing huge volumes of methane into the atmosphere that is destroying our ozone. Then aren't we, as a species, then obligated to prevent this from destroying our life AKA cows in India. They are the largest polluter of methane in our entire planet. I mean, we should probably eat all the cows and then not have any more cows, right? Is that what cows you're saying? Cows are doing so well evolutionarily. Yeah. I mean, they're living miserable lives, but there are more of them on this planet than ever before. Yeah. They're winning. That's true. And buffalo, too. Buffalo used to be on the endangered species list, the American buffalo, but it got uh, it's no longer on the on the list because people started eating it and harvest, harvesting if you go it. By, if you just go by mass, the most successful species on the planet are ants. Ants. Yeah, fucking ants. I hate ants. Fucking killing it. Fuck ants. I hate ants so much. 
Uh, and the, you, you <laughs> could hate ants, animals. you could kill them. And yeah, I would try and preserve the benefits that these animals bring to our planet. Like the bee thing, right? Bees are going away, and now, now we suddenly have all these so jobs. We, we solve all this stuff with technology. Yeah. We solve this with technology. Yeah, I think I think in some cases we do, but I don't think it's necessarily as efficient as just letting the animal do its thing in the first place. I mean, I know you read that one study where they had a 30% <laughs> higher yield for that one instance, but yeah. I'm not about to say, well, fuck bees. I mean, o- again, oxen versus uh, farm farm machines. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> farm machines. <laughs> Tractors. Uh, we replace them where they're much more efficient. I am so much more comfortable in a car with air conditioning than on the horse's back. <laughs> Um, horses are just, they're shit animals. Uh, let's just, oh man, which I can't, just a quick aside, Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out. Uh, yeah, and no, I, a couple of friends at work were talking about it. Oh, I can't wait. And I'm going to do a full, probably like a 14 hour stream where I try to kill every, every horse in the game. Uh, <laughs> you can finally see what the world, the world is like when you get to decide who's extinct. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption, my, my world, my map is just going to be just horse corpses everywhere. <laughs> horse corpses. <laughs> well, I'm so happy. Oh, I'm gonna run him off of. Cliff. What's the animal that pisses you off? Is it the, is it the sea turtle? What's, oh, so I many. mean, listen, I know you. Yeah, I know why you're yeah. making this argument. It's because there's an animal that you know you're like, fuck this guy. I hate this guy. I wish we didn't have any of these. So give me the top five animals that you just that piss you off. Okay, top five. It's got to be whales is up there. I, uh, mean, I mean, I know whales is predictable. Up there. Yeah, yeah, whales is up there. Uh, horses, of course. Um, and, and ants. We've we've mentioned all these horses, whales, ants, and then we have uh, what else? You know, mine would be just koalas, like mosquitoes. Oh, mosquitoes, yeah. yeah. So, th- so that's Talking a good question. Mosquitoes. So, this is something that that ethicists, bioethicists, are debating hotly right now, which is: should we eliminate mosquitoes because we have that possibility? We have now. the power. We have the power. Fuck. What There's they one did? EMP, and they're gone. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna Thanos it. No, they actually genetically engineered a mosquito with a Terminator gene. So, if it reproduces, what happens is the next the next generation. I thought you were joking. Terminator no, gene. Absolutely. It's, wow. it's fascinating. I think Radiolab or NPR did a piece on this a while back where you can go to this is a, a lab in Brazil where they have regular mosquitoes and the Terminator mosquitoes. And if you shine a UV light on them, the Terminator mosquitoes like glow red. They Whoa. have. Yeah, they, they, they actually glow red and you can tell which See, one's which. I don't know what biological. Does like mosquitoes? Like other mosquitoes? <laughs> I hate mosquitoes. I'm I mean, a... yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, but I don't know what biological function they have. But what I am scared about is. Is the fact, let's say we do this mosquito thing, right? Yeah. Let's say we kill all the mosquitoes. Right. Fucking high five each other. We fucking did it. And, and let's say the biology of it all totally worked out. Be like, yeah, guess what? Shit's the same as before, but now we can enjoy summer more. What I'm afraid of is that will give us the confidence to do it again. And I'm afraid that at one point we will do something that we can't take back. And that will have consequences that will royally fuck us. Yeah, well, that's a that's a flaw of our species, isn't it, Ron? You know we're gonna fuck up. We just do it all the time, and we should we're gonna keep doing it until we maybe fuck up less. But I think no, I think we're, we can do something where we fuck up to a point where it's a fuck it's up a you can't fix. Yeah, well, guess what? Then maybe it's time for the uh, fucking shark monkeys to take over Earth. Like whatever the new species is, I'm okay with that. Fuck it. We we yeah. fucked up. <laughs> it's, it's like an eugenics argument, except that like yeah. we're in the dying breed that's just got to go. Hey, real quick, we got a super chat from Lintilla Taylor for twenty dollars. Thank you, Lintilla. <laughs> Very cool. Aww. Here we get one of those. For she says for Taylor and watching his face while he googles things while the others in the room talk out of their asses. <laughs> 
god. But also, right. she says, but also I've had a lot of fun listening to the podcast for months. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Very Lintilla. cool. And uh, you are so right. This is just a podcast where people are talking out of their ass. That's uh, incorrect. I, so I, I would need more time on this, but uh, Maddox is absolutely false in saying fuck that here. there have been natural extinctions. Of course they have. Your whole premise is based on a lie. What did you just stop the argument? Been extinctions. You know what? Uh, okay, hold on. Yeah, what's that? There have been extinctions before humans. Yeah. What about the woolly mammoth shithead? Where, what where about were all the dinosaurs? Yeah, every dinosaur. Oh, okay. The dinosaurs got hit by a meteor. Oh, that's. Oh, is that? Is that what, what happened? That? Were you there? Okay. Yeah. But, but we're talking about natural. Like I, I like is that I not even, natural. I even struggle to say a meteor is natural. Like that's extra natural. The fuck are you talking about? What about uh, it's not the, within our ecosystem? Look up the Galapagos. Okay, look up species on the Galapagos I Islands. I think it's pronounced Galapagos. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot! Uh, I also do research on on mosquitoes, and it seems like it's only going to be an issue in the Arctic tundra to put the mosquito species out of out of business. I was going to say uh, because of a bunch of stuff about laying eggs and yada yada yada. But like that's like the one area where it becomes an issue. Well, so then would you just lay out and let a bunch of mosquitoes like bite you because they needed your blood to survive because we yeah. need mosquitoes on this no. earth? Ron, the, Je- the, the mosquito not. Jesus. Over- <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody's got to combat the old uh, beast, green beast. Hitler. Uh, yeah, nah. D- uh, drink, drink my wine, my drink my body, <laughs> drink my blood. These blood mosquitoes. of my blood. <laughs> Feed on my blood. Body of Ron. Yeah. I, I kind of want to research Jesus. this whole China yield thing and say that's a lie too, and just have this whole podcast be Maddox talks out of his ass for forty-five. Fucking full minutes. of shit. While we Taylor. all just try to be reasonable and you try to be funny, but you're full of lies. R- Taylor, there has been so many species that have gone extinct on the Galapagos Islands, which are the most virgin islands on Earth. That doesn't mean there's a lot of virgins there. It's just untouched. There's a lot of species that get discovered every single year, and some of them are just up for a blip, and they're gone. Yeah, okay, but realize that just because these islands have been untouched by man doesn't mean that they aren't affected by man. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry we're so fucking successful, Ron. What do you want me to do? Like, kill myself species? Yeah. Kill every human? Yeah. Like, do you think we're the most successful species? Okay, not in biomass because we talked about ants, but I do think ants are worthless garbage animals with, that should be launched into the sun. But yes, I do think. <laughs> I, I, I think so, Ron. Yeah, absolutely. We're the most successful species. We know programming languages and we have cartoons. That's amazing. What? Now, what okay, what, so yeah. would. But would you say that one of the hallmarks of being a successful species? I think we could share com- common ground on this is longevity, being okay. around. I'll give like you that. the longer we're around. Yes the more powerful we'll be. I think we have the same core interest is that we want to be around as long as possible. Yes. Our species. Yes. Because I agree. Yeah. I think we're fucking awesome. Yeah. We have Xboxes. Right. Fucking deer don't have Xboxes. Deers don't have shit. Yeah. I mean, have you heard the way fucking like, like otters, all they have to do is play with toys that we give them. Yeah. Right. They don't have any toy. Like they play with a pine cone, but then they lose their shit when we drop a plastic ball yeah. in the aquarium. That's we gave them that. We gave them. So we, we hooked them up, mm-hmm. and they look cute for us. So there's a good symbiotic it's relationship. A symbiotic relationship. He's gonna yeah. get caught in his nose. Yeah. And yeah. If he does, fuck him. He can't hang. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying that I think that we're still figuring stuff out, and I think we should like not make animals go extinct because I think that they can help us. They could do shit for us. Stuff that we don't even realize that they do. You know what, Ron? You get a little ding and a little clap because I think you're right. I think we should. And and the 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 less nice way of saying what you just said is we should exploit animals. Um, okay. Or what are you gonna do for us? Yeah. 
Exactly. Okay, oh, we're on board. There's some, there's some common ground there. Uh, we got another super chat from Pavich Bavin in the chat room. It says, Taylor, remember the first 4 billion years of life on Earth and how humans only showed up 200,000 years ago? Explain those extinctions that are older than 200,000 years, Taylor. I would say it's not extinction then. It's natural selection, and it's it's different than having an entire species come into existence and then be wiped out. So there's a difference between natural selection and a species going extinct at that point. And I think that it's a vast difference in what you're thinking of is the natural selection aspect of evolution, which is not an entire species has its place in the the ecosystem and it's wiped out. Well, look, there's there are these arguments that are made that I forget which lake there was a type of carp that was introduced into this lake and it became an quote invasive species and it just took over the entire fucking lake ate all the food ate all the other fish and all that's left in this lake is this type of carp i think carp it's a tiger, carp <laughs> carp adm am i right yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the carp wasn't like oh shit i better like extend my longevity or have some sort of conscience about like keeping this ecosystem going no animals are acting like us yeah. when they're trying to take care of the they're earth. just eating and uh, fucking as much as possible so they're they're just yeah they're just following their animalistic instincts right. yes and i was saying so that you're earlier, saying like no we animals are stopped all the time from oh, doing well the we natural, stop them all the time right sure but stuff. sure but they're they're never gonna have a conscience and and adjust so you're to, saying that because animals don't have a conscious that we shouldn't have a conscious no 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 it, even though we do have a conscious but i do I, I i don't think it's unethical to let animals go extinct i'm arguing that it is ethical and natural and it just happens all the time and we are part of nature therefore anything we do is also natural. taylor was oh my god i, I gotta right. respond to someone in the comments saying neanderthals went extinct no humans had a process with that going extinct every single animal that's gone no. extinct humans homo have sapiens had an and homo erectus were two separate things homo erectus stopped and it might have been because Homo sapiens fucked them over. That's a good point. Well, if one species destroys or eats the entire resource of another species, and that species goes extinct due to that due to that uh, that species A, the alpha species, let's call it, like the tiger carp that's taken over this mm-hmm. uh, this pond. Like people say, that's an invasive species. Humans introduce those into the pond, and that's quote unnatural, even though humans are a natural pro- byproduct of Earth. However, there are occasions where tornadoes pull up animals from one area or water spouts or hurricanes or whatever and then drop them in another one you'll find and that's how some species of finch got to the galapagos island from the different continents and that's uh you know that's the prevailing scientific theory that can happen and those type of species will thrive and survive on those islands and sometimes they'll become predatory and they'll at the expense of other animals on that on that island so what do we do then do we just say oh well earth fucked up we should preserve these species or do we just let nature take its course and be like well now fucking georgia's full of kudzu and it sucks, but what do we do? I don't know. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Point Maddox. So you're... At this point, I just don't believe in anything you've said. But you're, <laughs> but you're, you you're, you're saying anything... Humans are... We're from this earth. We're natural. Yeah. So anything we do is natural. Yeah. So you're giving yourself just... You can do anything and it's natural. I, and I don't... I'm not going to meet you there, man. I mean, that's just like... I think there's plenty of shit we do that's... Doesn't seem natural. Well, yeah, some animals are going to... Like, run, birds run into our windows all the time. And they get they die. Should we just not have windows? Like, should we? How much do we adapt to try to uh, accommodate species? I don't think we've adapted much at all. I yeah. Think so when of- does it become unnatural? Like, where are you drawing that line? Should we be Amish? Is it is the na- nature even less than that? Should we all be hunting and gathering? I don't know where the line is, but I know there should be a line. Like, just because I don't have the answer doesn't mean that I still don't have a point. This is that's true. This is a really I, I I'm. 
You're totally right. genuine. This is a fascinating debate. I, I really think, because I, I think that at the start of it, this was going to be a slam dunk. I think both of you, uh, Ali, you were uh, going to be on Ron's side at the start of the debate, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But and now then I started talking. Well, it just because, yeah. <laughs> God Babcock over here. What, what oh, this one. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you and your goddamn farm machines. <laughs> <laughs> we made farm machines. We'll be fine. Look, I I don't know. I don't know what the answer is either. I do know I I'm I'm on board with the preservation argument because it, it's like a bank account. If you have a hundred dollars in your bank account and that's all you have, you want to make it last and and uh, you know so you can so you can get to that next that next nut. Yeah. Uh, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor knows. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to go into Chase tomorrow and be like, yeah, I want to deposit some of my nut. <laughs> I, I think my idea is that it all comes down to balance and if we're not if we're not bringing balance if we're over i don't know what the opposite of balance is but bringing too much to one side which imbalance is, imbalance is the opposite. <laughs> um that that's where it becomes a problem yeah. and like nature by definition is perfect balance and so if if you think so what about mercury what yeah, about the planet no. mercury well are you talking about a different planet yeah, the different planet Mercury, you know, the one I'm talking about Mercury, Earth. Venus, Earth, Mars. I'm talking well, I think you could also extend that to like the whole universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't if know. It was perfect all- balance, we wouldn't have happened and then stepped out of the food chain and jumped to the top. I do think part of nature is chaos, though. Yes. yes and shit does yeah. continue right. to work. And we're having the audacity to say that we're in charge of keeping that chaos at bay. Yeah. And I'm having the audacity to say that I don't think that that's going to work out. Well, okay. So then if we're there to keep the, audacity, the, the chaos at bay, then we should use as much science and resources as possible to figure that out, right? So maybe if it, the answer is that we replace bees with little... The, machines that do bee work right now that's keeping the chaos down because we found out with science so we should be doing that and kill bees yeah well (laughs) i don't know again i'm not arguing we should kill bees but if they go extinct and we replace them temporarily with humans with little brushes like painting pollen onto flower buds eventually we'll replace those humans with little drone bees to me it's like a a dam uh you know in a cartoon when a a dam has a little leak yeah and you put your finger in the leak and then one pops out like you know like six feet away and you put your other finger there and then another one pops out and you use your forehead to block it i feel like all these little technological advancements we have we're fixing problems that we ourselves created and they're doing a good job but i feel like sooner or later the dam is gonna bust unless we learn to just kind of live with the life rather than always try and be in charge of it all you're assuming the fixes aren't better than what's there now yeah I'm a, and they I'm, might be i'm a, they might be it's kind in of some like cases economy, they might be and in like, some cases they might not if you overregulate certain marketplaces in an economy eventually you have to balance it by regulating over here and then over there and then over there because you started with one type of faulty regulation and then all of a sudden the economy crashes Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same thing. Lintilla, yeah. Lintilla in the chat room says, "Perfect balance is heat death of the universe," uh, or she's asking that question. So this is, this goes to a very deeply philosophical question about uh, one of the laws of 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 the universe, which is entropy. The second law, the second law of thermodynamics, is the law of entropy, which says essentially that the universe is always tending towards chaos, or uh, not not necessarily even chaos. There's less order in the universe, so never more order. I think life is the one thing that exists that stands in contrast to that law because life is order. 
we create order in this universe. We create squares and buildings and shapes and radio signals, and we make we make a, a signal out of the noise. Whereas everything else in the universe is tending towards chaos and disorder, and it may just be an inevitable conclusion of the universe where the second due to the second law of in, uh, thermodynamics, everything is going to go to um, you know uh, the the cooling of the universe. It yeah, it is chaotic. It, that's also like from our perspective. You know what I mean? Like we view that as chaotic when like, cause we're here for only, we, we look at through life through such a small perspective and yeah. a small lens. Yeah. So from our vantage point, it's chaotic. And I agree. I, I think it's chaotic, but then I don't know if you take a look at the, the macro view of how, the entire universe and how it works, which like, I don't know, is it maybe all this shit, maybe it's, there's a perfect order to it. It just looks chaotic to us. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, I mean, until there's evidence that there is some order in the universe that we are not that we are tending towards order and not disorder, which is unfortunate. Like if you take a if you take an ice cube and you put it in the table, eventually the molecules are going to vibrate more and more until the ice cube melts, and they those i, I those molecules will dissipate. They'll evaporate into the atmosphere, and that's essentially what everything is kind of happening in the universe right now. We're all kind of like growing apart and molecules are kind of just bouncing around eventually all the energy in the universe with every star will be expended when every hydrogen atom combines with every other hydrogen and helium and so on until there's nothing but heavy elements left Mm -hmm. and the heavy elements will eventually create a uh, a black hole because the the gravity will collapse in on itself right the the gravity of the heavy elements within the core of a sun mm-hmm. that's kind of like where our universe is heading to like, our to our knowledge. no matter what happens like we're not going to be around. Like but you're trying to be this. there because you want that hundred dollars to last. Yes, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That. But because yeah. because what's the what's the alternative? Well, it, it started with the Big Bang, and that was absolute structure and absolute form, and then it burst from that into chaos, which will come back. So it's kind of like uh, a it's like a, back and forth. Well, that's the universe theory. is breathing. Yeah, that's another theory that that the universe could snap back the rubber band theory but of the universe. It, yeah. But if like, but at the point, so if it's all going to end, like, really comes down to what's the point? Like, is correct. That, what is the point? Vote on madcastmedia.com. <laughs> By the way, I don't think humans are the final form of evolution. I don't think so either. I think that there will be a singularity, and this is like some scary shit. My my good friend Robert Hamburger, the guy who created Real <laughs> is that Ultimate his Power. Name? Wait, yeah. you have a good friend named Robert Hamburger. Robert Hamburger, yeah. The guy uh, who made realultimatepower.com. And then my other friend, Tom Cottage Cheese. <laughs> Uh, Robert Hamburger always argues uh, he's kind of like uh, worried and afraid of I think the singularity so um, yeah for those of us like what the fuck is singularity again like, singularity. it's one of those words I like nod when I hear it but I don't really know what the fuck it is we're kind of almost we're, we're definitely we're in this we're in the uh, foot foothills of the singularity oh is right that where now. I'm gonna get like Google in my eyes that's that's no. part of it but it's it's part of a, our, our consciousness our collective consciousness being online like there is you know people talk about the internet did this thing or the internet said that or the internet responded to blah blah blah. the internet is not a person however you can kind of talk about the internet in the way that it's responding to something as a collective what are you gonna say so the singularity the the easiest way you can think about it is that there will be a moment in time and this is a statistical inevitability because of everything we know that that we will create a computer that in that moment will be able to create a computer that's smarter and better than it and in that moment because it can create a computer that's smarter and better than it it can go through infinity so it can create the smartest, best computer that you can possibly even conceive of in that moment. It is a collective consciousness, I think, the singularity. I, Absolutely, I, yes. Yeah. And everything becomes one. Everything becomes moment. one. Your consciousness will be the same as mine. Uh, and, and then as a species, I think... I so you're going to like... Are you going to like... 
know when I jerk off? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll collectively we'll jerk collectively off. jerk off. Yeah. So it's not really jerking off if we're doing it collectively. It's the ultimate jerk off. Whoa, I'm on board for this. <laughs> we this is like one of those conversations where none of us we're are gonna ejaculate so hard that we're gonna shoot off onto a new planet. That's basically what we're doing. We're just coming out babies, and then some of them land on planets. Hopefully, uh, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Did I nail it or what? We got a super chat in the chat room from Zimex02. He says, as the foremost academic in the chat, I can say that in simple terms, entropy is heat. And then in parentheses, disorder in particles that can't be reverted. Life is disorder. That's Thank correct. Thank you for the super chat. That yes. was very kind of you. Thank you very much. Guys, before we move on, I do want to mention today's episode is brought to you by Little Platinum Books. Guys, these are amazing children's books. Thank you to our new sponsor, guys. This is fantastic. Go to littleplatinumbooks.com. They are launching a Kickstarter for these books, and they're hilarious. It's I look at this, and it's kind of almost like your child's first introduction to satire, unless they discover my website. Uh, <laughs> this is they, They're right. Writing these children's books, like the little golden books, except they're uh, called little platinum books, and they have these these titles in there, like "How to Rob a Bank," and it's a, a story about like a father and a, and a and his child. They go to a, a bank on a bank robbing adventure, for, and it, it covers everything from planning the warehouse, uh, securing the hostages, cracking the vault, and attempting to outsmart the police. It has. <laughs> And it's done like a a child's book. There's like children's illustrations in there. There's another one, How to Wipe a Crime Scene. And it talks about all the different like chemicals and things you could use and and how to handle a gun, how to be an archaeologist, how to hunt ghosts. So these are kind of- How to be an archaeologist. That one actually sounds like an actual kid's book. Yeah, that that one's the one I'm like- Huh, huh, that one, I can see that one. We'll, it's a, we'll read it. Maybe they take a left turn. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's like some Indiana Jones-style adventure. Uh, guys, this project, the uh, I think they have another 20 or so days to go with their Kickstarter. Please check them out. They're fantastic. I'm uh, t- uh, talking to, to uh, the guy who created this uh, this company, and he even does this thing around the country uh, called Brews and Books. Excuse me. It's a Brew and Books event where they go to like different brew pubs or coffee shops or whatever, and they go on stage, and they, they uh, read books, and they drink beer, and they talk about different ideas that they, they want to do for their next books and they, it's kind of a, a way to get parents out with their children to spend time with their kids reading uh introducing them to this kind kind of material and this is really great stuff because if you think about it your first instinct is like oh this doesn't sound appropriate for kids but gulliver's travel right a classic children's tale was written by jonathan swift right mm-hmm. jonathan swift also wrote he was basically the first satirist he wrote uh, a modest proposal which was Basically telling people that the solution to poverty is to eat the have the poor people eat their children, a horrendous solution. But it it underlines the stark contrast of wealth disparity in that in that country and how desperate the situation was. And he used sarcasm and humor to do that. Jonathan Swift was one of the first satirists and one of the best children's storytellers uh, of all time. This is in that tradition. Little Platinum Books, guys. It's a fantastic Kickstarter. I'm backing it. Check it out, guys. LittlePlatinumBooks.com. We really appreciate the sponsorship, and we'll be hopefully hearing more of these guys. I'm going to check in with their Kickstarter from time to time. It's uh, fantastic. Very tongue-in-cheek humor. Let me know what you guys think, what your uh, what your favorite books on the website are, the the, the favorite titles. But uh, thank you again. LittlePlatinumBooks.com, guys. Check it out. Back their Kickstarter. Really appreciate the sponsorship. But it's time to move on to the recap of last week's debate so we talked about this a little bit during the episode last week we debated whether or not straws should be banned plastic straws Allie, what do you think uh yeah sure okay incorrect that's inc- incorrect but we did, we put the uh we put the vote to the audience and 
we got the results in with a 61% vote. No! Yeah! Wow. <laughs> Hero, I can drink my beverage however the fuck I want. That's amazing. And we got a shit ton of voicemail about I this, know we too. got a ton of voicemail yeah. on this one. And Ron. Yeah. We also asked the audience last week. I don't know if you remember, but I asked them, <gasps> does Ron Babcock deserve a promotion? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And we have the results, Ron. I don't know if you're going to be disappointed or, or pleased with this, but with a 67% vote... Yes! Whoa! Wow! Ron That's some high numbers. Yeah. Ron is our first tangent officer. Now, his job on the show is to introduce tangents when we are on track. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you stayed way on track today. You, know, you did a bad job. You get job. something that just like, I'm like, what bullshit is he slinging today? And then I just get real focused. So yeah, I, have been, uh, I haven't been as great of a tangent officer as I have been previously. Yeah, well, you know, that's okay, Ron, because the audience has spoken and it's a binding vote. So I have to abide by this vote and I have to give you a promotion. So, Ron, <laughs> you are going from first tangent officer to rear admiral of tangents. Congratulations. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. Rear admiral? Rear admiral of tangents. That, okay. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. That seems like it's much higher than first tangent officer. Oh, yeah. It's way, it's way up there. It's- is, is, is the rear admiral in front? Of Admiral or behind Admiral? It's behind Admiral. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. level. Yeah. It's one one behind Admiral. Yeah, you're behind. taking up the rear. Of I am going to take up the... Tan- I'm going to take tangents <laughs> in the rear, up the rear, around the rear. Ron Babcock, first <laughs> tangent officer. Congratulations, Rear Admiral Ron. tangent officer. Rear Admiral tangent officer. That's correct. Congratulations, Ron. Thank and you. Guys, uh, keep the keep voting on madcastmedia.com. That's, this is your chance to vote on the debate. But we should get to some voicemail, and then we've got some quick news headlines with our journalist in moderation, Taylor Nikolai. Here's the voice, uh, first voicemail. This is about the plastic straws. So I, I made the case that it's a small percentage of the uh, pollution in the ocean, yeah, right. and I'm sure the Taylor Nikolais of this, of this podcast would, would argue that I'm full of shit, but I'm not, because listen to this. Hey, Maddox, this is Daniel. I just wanted to tell you <laughs> that I found out the number that you were looking for about how much plastic comes from plastic straws. Actually, it's 0.03% of ocean plastic mm-hmm. uh, comes from straws. Compared to Compare that to 46% that comes from fishing nets. It's pretty ridiculous. Uh, this number is also verified by this other channel, but they came up with 0.02%. So whatever. Anyway, good number. Um, band sucks. Whatever. See ya. Yeah. 0.02% is what I heard, and he's saying like 0.03. It's like 0.02 to 0.03%, and the U.S. is like the 16th largest polluter of plastics in the into the ocean. I think China is by far number one. Like, China accounts for like 45 to 60% of all pollution in this the ocean. This is why you shouldn't recycle, because us as like general people compared to what Walmart and giant corporations do, it's like pointless. It's like a drop in the ocean for us to recycle. So don't. So this 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 would uh, kind of I don't know what's a bit, what's not a bit. Just... This is kind of an anti-libertarian argument, though, Taylor. I want to run this by you. But what do you think of of a global government? Uh, because we cannot regulate China. China is the biggest polluter. So what do we do? How do we how do we regulate China, or do we? You're asking me, should there be a global government? Well, yeah, are you a, a global government? Would never exist because are you a there's globalist? 
We're, there's too it's too, too big of a world like you, you couldn't have headed an or- there already you couldn't have an organization the singularity's bringing us into one well man. we have the united nations i mean we have NATO. Right. like yeah i become one of those hacks that goes like instead of a global economy you would regulate things through the blockchain and like that would be the way that oh, you actually back to crypto with sure. that I, like i know i'm just but, hack, it's so but it's like a global a global uh, government doesn't make any feasible sense uh it would just wouldn't work and then it would be it would be too co- costly to get it to actually function after wars that would have to lead to it working in the first place. Okay, we got another voice. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I on the podcast? I am just a hack. I hate uh, We got another voice. Oh, this guy might have a solution to the straw problem, which, by the way, this does sound like an actual solution. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. Everyone gives themselves nicknames, so I'll guess I will be the reasonable Canadian. Here's the solution to your latest debate. Biodegradable plastics made from plants like corn. You could keep using straws, and they're completely compostable. And while they're slightly more expensive than plastic, a quick Google search tells me they have a unit price of one and a half to two cents. Done. Uh, and since I assume you're on the Nobel Prize Committee, you can send me my peace prize. Make sure to wrap it in one of those free T-shirts. I don't want my medal getting scratched. Cheers. Yeah, okay. You're not getting a free T-shirt or a free Nobel Prize, but uh, that seems like a real. Oh, that seems like a good. That seems like a great solution. Yeah, no, there there's go. too much corn, and it's killing us because we need to intervene on how much corn is on the planet. There you go, Allie. Good point. Too is much, there too much corn? Yeah. There, we well, do then have, we can we do get rid of. I mean, I know we do produce a ton of corn. Is it too much? And the way we produce it was the ton of resources that we need to be regulating. Mm-hmm. I've already been going to bars and stuff. Where Are you people... defending dirt? I- I'm confused. What, like... <laughs> I'm defending our longevity again. I don't know. Like, is corn like bad for the dirt? Like, I-, I honestly, I don't know. Like... Well, in the same way that like you don't want some species to go extinct, you don't, you wouldn't want some plants to go extinct, and like that's totally possible because the earth is covered in corn. All right. Is there are there any plants that you guys would like extinct? I'll go first. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Tulips. Do you like tulips? I just like to stomp them. (laughs) Don't go to Amsterdam. If you like to stomp them, they won't won't be there to stomp. The tulips have a festival. The Amsterdam has a tulip festival. They have like fields of just tulips. It's actually really beautiful. I'll stomp right through the fields. Allie, that's a shit argument. Because you know the poppies you get? The the packaging pops? You pop them. They're super fun. And then your argument would be like, well, if you pop them all, then you won't have any left to pop. I haven't watched the last season of Game of Thrones because if I watch it, there will be no Game of Thrones left. Uh, I've done that with other shows, too, where it's like I never watched the final episode because it's like in my heart, the show is still happening. Yeah. My happiest moment of my week is when Game of Thrones starts. And the saddest part of my week is the second Game of Thrones ends. Oh, that's uh, that's why I never graduated from college. <laughs> uh, here's another voice. Well, Ron, this is a guy who vo- uh, agrees with you. Listen to this, Maddox. You really sounded pretty fucking terrible in last week's debate about the plastic straws. Ron, now he was killing it. Ron was doing fucking great, and he said probably the best thing that I heard that entire show, which was that. It's a conversation starter to get us started thinking about single-use plastic. That's all it is. Nobody's like, oh, yeah, you know, getting rid of plastic straws is going to save the planet. Like, the duh. Nobody's that fucking dumb. Oh. Not Are even the government. music? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Love the show. Uh, but still, you sounded pretty bad in that debate. And pretty much you just sounded like an asshole. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck you, man. 
Yeah, okay, Ron. I like this guy. You, I know you like this guy. The conversation started thing. I, I, this, you know, sometimes after the podcast, I'll think of all these arguments, and you do too, Ron. I do. I, I'm way home. I'm never as, as on point as on my drive home. Oh, exactly. Because yeah. you'll think, like, oh, I should have said this thing. Yeah. And I had one of those last week, too. That I know. Right. I, I have one, too, and I totally okay, forgot okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I want to say. I meant say. to call you and be like, oh, I did another fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, sometimes we're like, Ron, get, you get so fired. I was like, oh, I, I thought of a counter argument. <laughs> <laughs> and I do too. And here's mine to that one. We already had that conversation starter. It was called the plastic bag ban. And guess what? We fucking started the conversation. Guess where the conversation took us to? Banning fucking plastic straws. So that's a shitty conversation. Do you know I want how out. many conversations <laughs> my girlfriend has to have with me about how I should buy new shoes? Because all my shoes, like, she just made a PowerPoint presentation for me about new shoes that I should buy because I don't like to buy new shoes. And so, new shoes. I don't know. I just don't <laughs> she made fucking, a PowerPoint wanna, presentation for you. Yeah, she made, it, it's actually pretty good. Can, I, can we see it? Yeah, totally. Okay. She emailed it to me. Because I was actually had some good points. Uh, but she <laughs> talked about, like, different essential type of shoes that you had. She needs to have that conversation with me, like, multiple times a year. Huh. Can't just have one conversation about plastic bags, man. Yeah. Needs to have multiple conversations. So you're saying that the plastic bag ban is the start of like a global nagging of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly, dude, that's exactly what I'm saying. There you go. That is, you nailed it. Well, we are pre-extincting the animals that are going to eat all that plastic. Yeah. If we cut out the plastic, we're making the decision that, that we should kill those I animals. Like, Allie, I feel like no matter what we do. That, how dare you? I, I, no matter what we do, we're fucked. Yeah, yeah, that's that's correct. Uh, well, speaking of Fox, here's a... So, Ron, Ron, every now and then, if one of us misspeaks, we get a bunch of corrections. I got a couple of corrections for uh, something you said last episode about... <laughs> that, I, uh, that I misspoke? Uh, yeah, Impossible. Yeah, yeah listen to, the, well, listen to this. They misheard. Yeah, well, listen to this guy. Hey, shithead, it's Denver, the last dinosaur, not Dino. <laughs> oh, fuck, it is Denver! <laughs> and that's like, God, that's like here's yeah. another one, listen. Ron, you fucking idiot! <laughs> It's Denver, the last dinosaur. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's the angriest, the most fired up we got. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, oh, man. Here's, a, here's another voicemail. This is from the real Christian atheist on whether or not I should become a doctor. Listen to this. Hey, man, it's me. Have you ever considered, like, becoming a doctor? Not like a medical doctor, obviously, but like getting a PhD in something like maybe like whatever the easiest PhD you could get. Uh, you know, just you know, think about that. Let that stew, and then you know, maybe Doctor Maddox will exist. Uh, fuck whales. Yeah. Now, yeah, a little bit of a backhanded compliment there. Uh, whatever the easiest doctor is, you know what? It doesn't. I'm already a professor. I don't need to be a doctor. Oh, what are you a professor of? Professor of Madcast Media on <laughs> my Twitch channel. Haven't you checked out my Twitch channel? I'm a professor of Fortnite. I uh, tried to get into the class, but it was all full. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm a professor of many things. Love making. I mean, oh, I mean you, 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 right, you need to go right, to school right, for right. this. Yeah, I'm a lo- <laughs> love maker. <laughs> I, anyway, guys, that's it for voicemail. Taylor, now it's time for some quick news headlines. What do you got for us? Six crows specifically trained to, to pick up cigarette ends and rubbish will be put to work next week at a French historic theme park. What's a historic French, a French theme park? Yeah, French historic theme park. What is that? Uh, 
don't know. Something about something in France. It's it a, sounds it's a like theme park. You know what? You know how like in the U.S. we have the that hokey shit where you go to oh it's Western World and you go and it's just a bunch of fucking shitty log cabins and then you get the old timey photos with like that shit where they never clean. You know the hats and the little glasses and feathers. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Put on and an out of work just... actor ushers you around. Yeah, oh, he's got actually in work. That's yeah. uh, true. He's acting. And they sell you that corn on the cob with like the purple corn, the kernels, and you're like, why the fuck is this purple? Yeah, the colonial. <laughs> corn yeah the french version of that is like the historic french one where it's probably just like a bunch of i don't know what's di- what's different i was gonna say a bunch like of being in les mis yeah les mis it's like les mis style probably yeah. anyway the goal is not just to clear up because the visitors are generally careful to, cl- to keep things clean but also to show that nature itself can teach us to take care of the environment yeah, there you go. Hey, so you know, this is the perfect solution. Put the fucking animals to use, all right? Then you, 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 people will start breeding animals they need. Yeah, I, I remember they did, um, they did, well, we've, we've done that with dogs, you know, over the years, like a lot of the English gentry. Can like, we extinct corgis, please? Because yeah, you, you, those little shits, like, should Why don't not you be like corgis? I mean, they're adorable. Look at them. But if you put that out in in nature, five minutes gone. Yeah, that was uh, all dogs. Me to stay alive. They were made by the queen. They were that was thing. But they have they served no purpose other than like literally being like a lap dog. But they weren't like a hunter dog or anything like that. But they were uh, for the queen to get a little dog, little paws. Oh, how about that? I heard that if you take any kind of domesticated dog and put it out into nature, within I think two generations, it just becomes another feral dog, or not even that, like even like a few months or something. It just becomes a feral dog. Like twenty. Minutes. Yeah, 20, 20 minutes. Jeez, yeah, my dog is uh, yeah, a feral corgi. That I mean, I want to see that now. Yeah, my dog's favorite game is called "Is this trash? Does it fit in my mouth?" It just is like a fucking psycho when it goes outside. <laughs> sounds like sounds like your dog could be a crow at this uh, French historic. Hey, isn't he? They teach him to. Um, they teach him to. You, they get the trash and then they if they bring it back to some machine. They put the trash in the machine and then it spits out a little bit of food. Hmm. It's like a little vending machine for him. Huh. When you said the thing about um, how your dog plays the game worth the, the trash. trash in your mouth, I was going to say, I play that game with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Burn. I'm not even sure. I mean, my mom does enjoy eating trash in her mouth. Obese, <laughs> tur- <laughs> <Before> we- <laughs> Obese tourists crippling donkeys on Greek island. Oh, my God. Wait. Oh, oh, they're crippling. They're breaking oh my the donkey's God. backs. Yeah. Holy shit. The Greek island of Santorini is known for its stunning views, steep, steep hills, and tradition of using donkeys as the main form of transportation. Uh, hold on. I've been to Santorini. I've been to that island. And I didn't ride a single fucking donkey. Maddox has a story you're too for fat? everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they were like, sorry, bro. <laughs> I did go to Santorini. They have um, those black sand beaches, which like, oh, cool, black sand beaches. They fucking suck because it's hot as shit. They bl- Imagine like walking on asphalt during a hot summer day. That's a black sand beach. So the, <laughs> the time it takes for you to walk to the actual ocean, you need to stand in the ocean because your feet are on fire. So anyway. Did you not see donkeys? We should extinct those beaches. Yeah, we should extinct. At least paint them. Yeah. Paint them white. Yeah. Lava sucks. <laughs> Lava rock sucks. Yeah, I did, went to. I didn't ride a single fucking donkey. But did you see donkeys? Like, were they actually used as transfer, transportation, or is this all automatic type of lie? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> fuck you, Taylor. <laughs> I didn't see a single fucking donkey. Although I did probably see some donkey shit. All right. But in Santorini, the the number one transportation method was buses. And then uh, motorcycles. While most tourists love traveling the island on a donkey, activists are now saying visitors from the U.S. and Europe are too fat to sit on the animals. The word fat was actually used in the article. That's hilarious. (laughs) Activists with 
quote, help the Santorini donkeys, unquote, told multiple news outlets in the United Kingdom that overweight tourists are crippling donkeys who are developing spine and leg problems from carrying so many people. More yeah. like a fativist. Oh, my gosh. Ron, correct. That's our fativist. Um, if you're big enough, wouldn't you just know, like, yeah. I'm too big for this donkey? Right. I've, I've definitely had, like, girlfriends who want to carry me around like a piggyback. I'm like, I'm too big. I'll break you. And she goes, no, no, it's fine. I'll do it. And I jump on her back. She's like, oh, it's too heavy. I'm like, I told you. beautiful (laughs) voice. I date a bunch of crones. (laughs) I just date a bunch of Come on, Maddox. Maddox, where were you? You said you were going to be home by eight. (laughs) The the donkey thing. I mean, I I think that, like, they have a right to be like, hey, sorry, you can't go on our donkey. Like, there's got to be a point, a threshold. Maybe they should have a scale. You go into a scale, be a private room, and if it's over a certain weight, you don't get to ride the donkey. No, you know what, though? I mean, we've got height requirements at the, at yeah, the same thing. roller coasters. For what do you say? Eventually, the donkey. You're going to find one fucking donkey who has a fucking solid gold back, right? And then, like, really, really developed calf muscles. And then, guess what? That donkey is going to be the successor donkey. And then you're going to breed, breed that one. a new... Yeah, you're going to breed fucking super donkeys that can carry our fat asses around. How fucking cool. the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, extinct the rest of them. I like that you use extinct as a verb. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What else you got, Taylor? Professors allow students to pick their own grade. Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. A literature class at Davidson College this fall will use contract grading, allowing students to pick ahead of time their grade for the class and Whoa. the workload they need to complete to earn it. Whoa, wait, ahead of time? Yeah. So like so first day, yeah, I got an A. Okay, so I, I guess the whole point is uh, before the semester starts, you say, I want to get an A. And they'll give you, or at this college, the class will give you a workload dependent on that grade. So if I just want to see... You- this feels weird, though. Yeah, that does feel weird. Because you know what? They're going to try to guess what the A workload is. But sometimes the A workload for for the class is lower than your A workload. Yeah. So you might no, be an This is all dumb. Yeah. This is a stupid it, idea. It's a, it's, a tra- it's a stupid, very just, American yeah. idea. It just too. feels very arbitrary, too. It's like the idea of taking a class. Like, I'm only going to do a B and learn 80% of this subject. Like, it just feels weird. Like yeah. It feels like they're putting numbers on something that you don't necessarily can't put a number on. I would, I would be curious what a, like a D class is. They just give you like one, one worksheet and then... Uh, <laughs> but nobody would choose that because then you don't get credit for the class. Probably a C then. At the very least, you could do a C. I mean, you know, maybe this I mean, is you a- could walk into a class and be like, I want to do as little as possible to get through this and they will give you the answer. You know, That's convenient. You guys, you want a, you want a good scam? Did you graduate, Allie? Did you go to college? I did. What was your, yeah. what was your major? Well, I, I had a major in visual art. Oh, fucking A. Sculpture, specifically. Oh, that's cool. So you're, you, you, yeah, sculpting is cool. Oh, well, I, I haven't sculpted fun. anything, so. Oh, well then. <laughs> Nobody ends up doing what they did in college. Yeah, anyway. yeah. yeah, I was a math I, major. I am. Matt. What, what, what did you go to school for? I Well, I got a couple degrees. I got. Oh, here we go. Tweeting. <laughs> fucking nerd. Researching. Tweeting, like pickleball. Yeah. Uh, I got uh, a degree in business uh, with a concentration in marketing and a degree in advertising. Oh, well, it was a journalism degree with a concentration in advertising. Okay, so Concent- he's using his concentration. Stuff. So in- I actually majored in journalism. <laughs> yeah. So this has been billed as a way to eliminate the student-professor power differential and give students control of their education. But critics contend it is just another example of how colleges coddle students from the harsh realities of the real world, which includes competition and goal expectations. I know my mom teaches college, and she said she's the kind of like reaching 
the end of her career where she's like, I don't know if I want to teach anymore. She's it's just got, like, it's that bad, huh? She says it's just a lot more difficult. Like, uh, like a lot of the students just want to know what's on the test. Yeah. Where in like previous generations, she would teach students who just wanted to, and my mom teaches like, uh, nutrition, but for nursing students. And so like, you know, to be working in a, a field where people are going to have, uh, a lot of responsibility. And right. it, it, she says it's just becoming more and more difficult. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm hearing that from college professors all around the, U.S. They're writing op-eds and things like that. They call you a lot. They call me as a professor. Yes, <laughs> as a fellow professor. Yeah, <laughs> us professors talk. All right, it's not a big deal. Anyway, what else you got, Taylor? Anything Treasure else? Treasure hunter claims he's found an alien spaceship while exploring ancient shipwrecks under the Bermuda Triangle. That checks out. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I was is that, <laughs> like I, I went into it and I was reading it and I was like, this just sounds like like bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and then it turned out that it was a PR puff piece for for like a channel is doing a show on it. And I realized, oh, whoa, this is like it, it was going to be a, a setup for you to be like, this is another like another going a Maddox puffies. rant yeah. about. But then PR you found puffies. out it was real. Mm. Yeah, checks out. Most people who use online dating websites seek partners who are out of their league, said a study Wednesday based on heterosexuals in four big U.S. cities. That also checks out for sure. <laughs> Both men and women pursued partners about 25% more desirable than themselves, said the report in the journal Science How Advances. How figure that number out, though? Uh, people's desirability was determined using a ranking algorithm based on how many messages they received from other popular users on a dating site. Yeah, in some... New York, Seattle, Boston, and Chicago. Yeah, that's some that's some shit. I mean, I guess you know, swing for the fences, right? Or are they, I want to know if they're pursuing people also at their own level, or if they're only swinging for the fences and knowing on what they actually can. You got to treat it like college. You got to have your Harvard, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your, safety. your school and your safety. Yeah, yeah. You might as well apply to Harvard. Everyone's applying to Harvard. I mean, everybody wants to get into Harvard. Yeah, I. You know what? You know what I'm fucking tired of is people who have shitty Twitter accounts, very few followers, they're not that fucking funny, and they add to their bio or their profile, level up or don't talk to me. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> who the fuck are you? Why are you telling anyone? Level up level in up? Pokemon Go? No, no, just, you know, that expression now is like I, level up. Yeah. I've honestly never no, heard What does that expression? mean, become an really? adult? It's no. just like level up, like like become a better person, and then maybe you could fucking hang out. Yeah, it's there's like a hip hop song where it's uh they're all talking about level. You got to level up. You got to level up. So now people are like level up. Like you're the cool one. You're not the cool one. You can't tell people to level up. You got to le- you're you're not even you're not even at level one yet. You're at the title screen. The day I knew I was <laughs> old was when I had to start uh, searching things on Urban Dictionary to keep up with culture. That yeah. was the yeah. day yeah. I realized I was mm-hmm. old. Yeah, I've had to. I remember the first time I had to look up TBH. I'm like, what the fuck is TBH? Oh, I had to look up TBH, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, TBH is, an, is one of those. I'm going to look that shit up. Anything else, Taylor? That is the news for the week. Yeah, thank you, Taylor Nikolai. Ali Spagnola, thank you so much for joining us. Where can people find yeah. you? Uh, Ali Spagnola on all platforms. On all platforms. You're on Instagram, too. Yeah. I don't yeah, think I, I called you on Instagram yet. Don't oh, do that. I yeah, and Taylor, and Taylor Nikolai is. At Taylor Nikolai on Twitter and Instagram. Ron Babcock is at Hey Ron on Instagram and at Ron Babcock on Twitter. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I can't get both of them and feel like an idiot. That's, that was me too. I had to get like Maddox Rules. What's my Twitter one? It's the Maddox Rules on Twitter. And then, I looked uh, up Real Maddox. Maddox and you have like 16 followers, so I don't think that's the right one. No, that's the real one. Okay. He needs, <laughs> he, he needs to level up, up in the bio. Yeah, so. that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever want to feel better about yourself, just think about how Donald Trump could even, couldn't even get the username at Donald Trump. 
Didn't he? he got real Donald Trump? Yeah. So who has Donald? Trump? Uh, Donald Trump. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Allie, thank you so much for joining thank us. Thank you to the Rear Admiral of Tangents, Rob Babcock. Thank you, Captain Maddox. Thank you to the journalist and moderation, Taylor Nikolai. Thank you, Maddox. But most of all, you're welcome. Hey, what's up, cabrones? I just read that Chicago has a fucking National Pizza Museum and shit. So everyone from New York can fucking suck it. Chicago's got the best pizza. (laughs) Yeah, so take that. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network.